Hey guys, welcome to our weekly news show here at Backstage with Millionaires. I'm Caleb, your host, and it's definitely been an interesting week, a bit of a mixed bag in India's startup ecosystem. We've got some bad things to talk about. We've also got some good things to talk about. For example, India's latest startup unicorn of 2022. We're also gonna be talking about Navi Technologies going public. They filed their DRHP now. And so we're gonna be unpacking a bit of the why. Why are they deciding to have an IPO in the first place? We're also gonna be talking about Trell laying off half of their employees, as well as Inframarket being under investigation now for allegedly not paying their taxes. And we're going to be talking about all of these things and more coming up right after this. All right, so first up in the news, let's talk a little bit about Navi Technologies and their upcoming IPO. So they have just filed their DRHP. They're looking to raise 3,350 crore rupees. But what's interesting here is that Sachin Bunsal, who currently owns 97.39% of the company, is not gonna be diluting his stake at all for this IPO. That 3,350 crore rupees is gonna consist entirely of a fresh issue of equity shares. And so the first question that I personally think is worth asking here is why is Navi Technologies going public in the first place? We know that global stock markets right now have taken a hit. There's a lot going on in the world at the moment. And so it doesn't seem like a great time to go public, yet Navi Technologies is forging ahead. And also Indian tech stocks that were listed last year in 2021 are trading at their lowest prices in the last couple of weeks. So to unpack all of this, we actually have to go back to 2020 when Navi Technologies had applied for a universal banking license to achieve their dreams of becoming a bank. But it's been over two years now and the RBI hasn't granted them this universal banking license. And so now Navi is operating in the insurance and lending space, offering personal loans and health insurance. But Navi Technologies needs a lot of cash to operate in their current capacity. And so what has happened here is that Sachin Bunsel has actually ended up spending half of his Flipkart exit money into keeping Navi Technologies going, to keep their operations going, to keep the company growing at the pace that he wants to see it growing at. And Navi Technologies had tried to secure funding from SoftBank at one point, but then the talks fell through once Navi Technologies failed to secure that banking license. And so it seems like going public is kind of the only way for Navi Technologies to get the money that they need to keep things moving forward. Now, this isn't to say that Navi Technologies is a financially struggling company. They're not. They brought in revenue worth 780 crore rupees in the financial year of 2021, and they posted a profit of 71 crore rupees during that same time period. So they are well positioned, and arguably they're positioned better than most Indian tech startups that went public last year. And so they're going to be counting on this strong and profitable growth to make their IPO a success. All right, next up in the news, let's talk about Trell. They are a social media platform that employs about 700 people, 500 of which are full-time employees. And it looks like they're gonna be laying off about 300 of these people, which is coming as a big surprise. So Trell is a six-year-old startup, and so far they've raised $61.9 million. But out of these funds, $45 million was raised less than a year ago, valuing them at $120 million, which is why it's such a surprise now, according to N-Tracker, Trell has been burning through between $4 and $5 million every single month during the last year. And one source who is in the know, someone who's aware of what's going on in the company, said that Trell has set a bad example of runway management. They closed $45 million only 9 to 10 months back, but burned through most of this money within a year. 
Now, last year in 2021, there were multiple reports that came out suggesting Trell was in talks with Amazon to raise anywhere between 50 and 80 million dollars. And we all know what happens when Amazon invests in companies. They tend to later on acquire those companies if things are going well. But it looks like those talks have fallen through now because there was a probe that was conducted by EY India into alleged financial irregularities in the startup. And so Amazon decided not to invest. And so it looks like this is probably the only option left for Trell to keep their expenses in check. They need to lay off employees because they're not able to raise any further VC funding. All right, next up, this video is sponsored by CoinSwitch Kuber, India's largest crypto platform with more than 1.5 crore users. Now, we all know that these days, pretty much everybody is talking about cryptocurrencies. But to be honest, I don't think that most people understand them, especially newcomers who are just starting their crypto journeys. After all, there are more than 10,000 cryptocurrencies in circulation right now, and most of them aren't worth your time. So if you're somebody who wants to understand the world of cryptocurrencies a little bit more and maybe make better financial decisions, then you should definitely check out CoinSwitch Kuber's YouTube channel and their blog, Kuberverse, which is your one-stop shop when it comes to researching cryptocurrencies and blockchains. And once you get the hang of things and you're ready to dive in, then you can start your crypto journey with CoinSwitch Kuber with as little as 100 rupees. And they have more than 85 cryptocurrencies to choose from too. And if you download their app using the link in the description down below, then you'll get 100 rupees worth in Bitcoin for free. And to top it all off, every time you refer a friend, you'll also get get 100 rupees worth in Bitcoin for free too. So what are you waiting for? Go and download the CoinSwitch Gobert app using the link in the description down below and start earning in crypto today. All right, next up in the news, this is pretty big. Inframarket has been raided by income tax authorities. This is multiple offices across multiple cities, as well as allegedly the homes of the company's founders. So the story here is that Inframarket, which is a B2B construction materials marketplace startup, is being investigated for not paying taxes, as well as some fake invoices as well. Now, speaking about this ongoing situation, a spokesperson from Inframarket said that tax authorities have raised certain queries due to non-filing of returns by certain suppliers, and we are duly cooperating with them. However, we are legally bound not to publicly comment on it until further notice. So this is happening at a really bad time for Inframarket. They were apparently in talks to raise $450 million at a $4 billion valuation. Not sure if that's gonna happen anymore because of this investigation. Let's wait and see. Perhaps in a couple of weeks, you'll hear about that funding news item or perhaps you won't. Anyways, let's move on to some acquisition news now because Clear, previously known as ClearTax, has acquired supply chain financing platform Expedize in a deal estimated to be worth 100 crore rupees. Now, this is Clear's second acquisition after acquiring B2B payments platform YBank in July of last year. With this acquisition, Clear is going to be rebranding Expedize to Clear Invoice Discounting to offer financing solutions to 1.1 million SMEs that use their platform. Besides this, they're also going to be gaining access to the more than 10,000 SMEs that are on Expedize's platform. Alright, moving on to some funding news now, let's talk about the 12th Indian startup unicorn of 2022, Amagi. This is a SaaS-based media technology platform, and they've raised $95 million in a funding round led by Axel at a $1 billion value. Evaluation. So Amagi's technology platform is enabling media companies to create, distribute, and monetize their streamed content. Today, Amagi is offering its services to media giants like Vice, Warner Media, Discovery Networks, NBC Universal, and Fox Networks Group, among others. And they're going to be using these funds to accelerate their business expansion across multiple geographies and to expand their product offerings for their media clients. 
All right, next up in the funding news, we had a little bit of a break from these guys. We haven't talked about them raising funds in a while, but they are back now by Juice. They've raised $800 million at a $22 billion valuation, which is up from their October of 2021 valuation of $18 billion. And interestingly, this round was actually led by one of the co-founders of Baiju's, Baiju himself. The remaining $400 million came from Sumeru Ventures, Vitruvian Partners, and BlackRock. And it looks like now Baiju and his family's ownership in the edtech giant is close to 25%, which is rare for a startup of this size. Also, there have been reports that Baiju Ravindran actually took a loan in order to make this happen. So it's possible that not all $400 million came out of his own pocket. All right, next up in the funding news, D2C Meat and seafood brand Licious has raised $150 million in a funding round led by Amansa Capital at a $1.6 billion valuation. Today, Licious is delivering fresh meat and seafood to 1 million customers every single month across 14 Indian cities. And they're going to be using these funds to launch new product categories and to invest in strategic acquisitions to expand their reach. All right, next up in the funding news, 10-minute grocery delivery startup Blinkit has raised $100 million from Zomato. Though. And it looks like this is just one-fourth of a larger $400 million round. There are now reports saying that Zomato is actually looking to acquire Blinkit, and this deal could value Blinkit anywhere between $700 and $750 million, which is considerably lower than their previous valuation, which had turned them into a unicorn. Now, the reason for this decrease in valuation could be the fact that earlier this year, Blinkit had shut down its operations in cities where they weren't able to deliver within 10 minutes in order to focus on their quick delivery business, which is now their core business. And of course, if this acquisition were to go through, then it would put Zomato head-to-head with Swiggy's Instamart. All right, next up in the funding news, we're going to move on to our rapid funding news item segment now because I have 13 funding news items to share with you guys real quick. Firstly, we have remote work platform Multiplier, and they've raised $60 million at a $400 million valuation to expand their product offerings by adding features like enabling employers to pay freelancers with cryptocurrencies. Next up, we have omni-channel jewelry retailer Bluestone, and they've raised $30 million at a $410 million valuation to strengthen their omni-channel strategy, scale up their manufacturing, and to expand their product offerings. Following this, we have live video conferencing infrastructure provider 100 MS, and they've raised $20 million to strengthen their video platform by adding more capabilities. After that, we have audio content platform Cuckoo FM, and they've raised $19.5 million to strengthen their regional language content portfolio. Following this, we have employee health benefits provider EkinCare, and they've raised $15 million to add new products and to accelerate their marketing efforts. After that, we have employee engagement platform Infido, and they've raised $12 million in a round led by Jungle Ventures for their second ESOP buyback and to expand their product line. Up next, we have mobile game developer Lila Games, and they've raised $10 million to help them develop their first game. Following this, we have food robotics startup Mukunda Foods, and they've raised $5 million from Zomato to help them scale their business further. After that, we have Socket.Tech, which is a platform that connects different blockchains and enables seamless transfer of assets and information between them. And they've raised $5 million from Framework Ventures. Up next, we have health tech startup CureLink, and they've raised $3.5 million to ramp up their hiring, diversify their services, 
services, and they want to expand geographically too. Following this, we have Web3 platform MetaSky, and they've raised $1.8 million to build their Web3 wallet, which they're calling the Sky Wallet, which is gonna be used for buying, storing, and using NFTs. And then finally, we have health and wellness platform Growfitter, which was featured on Shark Tank India, and they've raised $1 million to strengthen their technology infrastructure and to expand their business operations. All right, that is all the startup news that I have for you guys this week. I really hope that you enjoyed the video, and of course, I hope that you learned something from it. Big thanks now to all of our Backstage with Millionaires members, our unicorns, our decacorns, and our hectacorns, and of course, also big thanks to this week's sponsor, CoinSwitch Gobert. And remember, guys, you can start your crypto journey by clicking on the link in the description down below and getting 100 rupees worth in Bitcoin for free. All right, guys, thank you so much for watching this episode of Backstage with Millionaires, and I will see you in the next one. Thank you.